an interesting puff piece that was done on 60 Minutes uh, with the uh, CEO of Dominion. And at the same time, embarrassingly, uh, that that was coming out, you had um, CISA, the cybersecurity uh, organization, saying, uh, we found nine vulnerabilities in Dominion voting machines. But don't worry, uh, none of them have been exploited. I'm sure there was never any issue. As you know, um, I have not supported the unending fundraising over the 2020 election being done uh, by Trump and by, um, you know, Bannon and um, Alex and Roger and all of them. It's a grift. Uh, Nothing is going to be changed. And they're not fundamentally uh, talking about changing anything. Uh, They will talk about um, uh, the uh, electronic voting companies, but they don't do it accurately. That's the biggest problem. So they're throwing a bunch of accusations around that are poorly researched. Uh, We have seen that the vote-by-mail stuff in terms of the uh, Mule documentary that was done by Dinesh D'Souza, uh, we know that that is open corruption. That's no surprise. That was a new wrinkle, by the way, that was added by Trump. How does Trump complain about that when Trump made that possible? It was all made possible because we locked everybody down. So, no, you're going to have to vote by mail. And everybody said, well, this is what's going to happen. And everybody knew what was going to happen. You had everybody from uh, Bannon to Bernie saying, well, you know, the Republicans are going to take an early lead in all this, be reported that way. But then as they continue to count this stuff, you'll see it flip the other way. And Bannon even told a group of wealthy Chinese uh, supporters, "Uh, yeah, we're going to, we know that's going to happen. And so we're going to announce that Trump won uh, preemptively before they get all their votes in. And then we're going to contest all this stuff. So that was the plan. You know, they deliberately put that in. Uh, we've always had problems with the election. As I said, it begins with ballot access. It begins with access to the debates and all the rest of this stuff. And then it only gets worse as you get to the end. As I had said before, um, after 2016, because of other issues that we'd had and because of things that were happening with various electronic voting machine uh, companies, I said 2020 is going to be a hacking contest. And we had seen at uh, DEF CON in in the Black Hat Conference, uh, the two of them take place every summer, except, uh, you know, during lockdown. But every summer we would see these conferences where they were talking about cybersecurity and hacking. It would happen in, um, I think it was in August in, in Vegas. And uh, one of the things that they would do on an annual basis, they called it Voter Village, and they would show how easy it is to exploit these machines and how to hack into them is very, very easy. And how it's very, very easy to hack into the uh, websites of state boards of election. They had replicas of that. And they had a bunch of um, uh, kids from 16 down compete to see how long it took them to do it. And all of these kids, there's about a dozen of them, all of them were able to do it uh, except for one or two. The one who did it the fastest was an 11-year-old girl, was able to hack into a state board of election thing in just no time at all. So there's a lot of different places where it's vulnerable. It's not just in the machines, but it definitely is in the machines. You're going to have to go low-tech. I mean, you look at when they want to run an honest election in Iraq, what did they do? They had all the voting on one day. And when you show up to vote, they dyed your thumb purple, so you couldn't do it again. And then you hand count uh, the ballots with lots of people standing around looking at them. That's it. Now, in Texas, 
you had a guy who was running the state board of election and he was, <clears throat> he was hired from the Rose law firm, Hillary Clinton's friends by Republicans to run the state board of election there in Texas. And as he came in to run the board of elections, um, he instituted a new tradition. Every election, he would send out a memo to every one of the counties telling them not to keep a facsimile copy of the ballots electronically. You know, they, they were supposed to keep copies of the ballots so it could be audited. Think about that. Every election, he tells them, don't keep it. Now, that's a clear violation of the Texas Constitution, which says that they must be kept. So you got a guy run the State Board of Elections in Texas. Again, somebody Republican, you know, put in there um, because and I don't remember if it was uh, Perry or Abbott. I think it was Rick Perry put him in. Uh, brought him in from Hillary Clinton's law firm. And his, you know, key thing that he does with every election is to tell everybody, uh, don't, um, don't keep any records. Destroy everything after the election. Burn it down. <laughs> so I went to talk to him. <laughs> and uh, they said, sure, yeah, I can get an interview with him. And, and so I go there, and, and they let him know. And as he comes down, I've got on the mic flag, it says InfoWars. And he looks at it and he goes, no, no, no. And he, turns around, he runs back up the stairs with me chasing him and yelling, <laughs> yeah, come back, come back. Uh, he did not want to talk about that. Dominion CEO lies on 60 Minutes, and the government at the same time, the government is issuing an advisory on these same machine, the Dominion machine. So first of all, this is what happened. It was on, a, and Anderson Cooper is doing 60 Minutes now. He had the CEO of Dominion Voting Systems, John Polis, and um, Polis is taking the Sandy Hook approach. He says people have been put into danger. Their families have been put into danger because they've said bad things about us. He said, my kids are not even allowed to go to the door to accept a package unless we know it's from a verified sender. We are under attack. Yeah, they're going to kill. So we need to shut down Fox News. I need billions of dollars from Fox News and um, others because these people said some things about me and, um, you know, and, and it's affected my safety. But, you know, this is what they have been arguing against all of us, really, is the basis of a lot of this social media censorship. You hurt my feelings, and even beyond that, th this is dangerous. The kind of things that you're saying could get people hurt or killed. And so we have to shut down your speech. Again, I don't support uh, this Sandy Hook lawsuit. I, I'm, I am upset equally, though, with Alex because he didn't defend the First Amendment. Instead, he chose not to comply with the lawsuit process. And we know that. I mean, it's, you know. We know that because of the Perry Mason moment, among other things. I mean, you know, the narrative was, well, we did comply with it, and they're crooked, so they said we didn't comply with it. But then you had the Perry Mason moment when his lawyer <laughs> sent the texts and emails that they claimed they didn't have. Uh, were you associated with the late Hugo Chavez, asks Anderson Cooper. He says, absolutely not. Do you use a Venezuelan company's software that has been used to steal elections in other countries, said Anderson Cooper. And what is he referring to? Anderson Cooper doesn't want to use the name Smartmatic. Now, that's what, you know, Smartmatic was one of the first electronic um, 
companies, and it was created by some friends of Hugo Chavez. He used it to rig the elections in Venezuela, and it has been involved in, this is all a matter of historical record. Uh, this is, Smartmatic has been accused in countries all over the world, several provinces in Mexico, in Brazil, other Latin American countries, the Philippines, over and over again. You've seen them uh, seeing accusations that they manipulated the election for you know, leftist parties. And so that's what Cooper is referring to. Uh, he says, I can cut all this short, says the CEO of Dominion. He says, we were founded in Toronto, which is where my family was from, and there's nothing to do with Venezuela. So Cooper said, well, can you flip votes in the computer system? Can you add votes that did not exist? He says, absolutely not. Now, that is not really necessarily, well, maybe that is the accusation some of these people are making. I mean, they're saying that Dominion flipped the votes or whatever, and they're making accusations that because of uh, connections between Dominion and um, um, you know, uh, Democrat uh, politicians, that this was in, in uh, play. But the real issue is not whether or not Dominion can do it, but whether other people can do it. Is it easy to hack into the, these machines? Yes, it is. That's been shown time and again. Even before you had the situations I've been talking about with DEF CON and Black Hat Conference in Vegas, you would have on a regular basis, I've got clips that I showed from the early 2000s, where you had uh, local news broadcasts brought in a community college professor, uh, computer science professor, and a couple of his uh, kids. And on live TV, they showed, well, you know, we can insert this um, um, uh, thumb drive. And this is like 20 years ago. We insert a thumb drive and it'll put a program on here, the run in the background. And uh, we've already preloaded what we want the ratio to be. So he pulls up some candidates there, places the votes, and he goes, you know, and you watch him vote for that one. It says, got it. But then what it reports is something completely different. It reports what was already pre-programmed in there. And he says once it, re it, it pushes out uh, the response and everything, it will erase itself. So if you don't have a way to go back and monitor the results, which is a big tell, you know, when they do that in Texas, when they do that in New York and say, we don't want you to be able to see what the original votes were, when they want to destroy the audit process, well, you know, there's something fraudulent. And this is how we know that there's something fraudulent with the climate MacGuffin, because they wouldn't show us the data. Even when they got caught, some of the emails were released. They said, well, our models don't work. We we actually have a decline in temperature. How are we going to rig this? How are we going to hide the decline and so forth? Uh, same thing with COVID. You know, look at how they have guarded the information. Look at how they tried to hide the information, not only about COVID, but also about the vaccine. The FDA and Pfizer colluded, colluded. You want to talk about, is there any question that we have these government agencies have been completely corrupted and taken over in a partnership? What are they saying? They tried to hide it for 75 years. So if you try to hide the data, if you try to get rid of any auditing stuff, that is a, a big tell that this is all corrupt. So, uh, you know, the question is, can other people do it? Can other countries do it? Right. Uh, it, it could be people that are there locally. It could be people that are rigging these results at a national level. It could be somebody from another country that is doing it. And the answer to that, is absolutely yes. 
Absolutely, yes, they can be rigged by other people. Uh, so he says, we have paper ballots. So he says, uh, you know, as, as uh, people are saying, well, we've got to have paper ballots. He says, oh, we have paper ballots. What the machines do is they count those paper ballots in a way that makes it very easy for people to verify it after the fact through means of audits and recounts. Well, the problem is the machines are counting the ballots, right? And if the machines are counting the ballots and they're totaling them up internally, well, at that point, you can change it at that point. Or you can change it even when it's reported to the state boards of elections. You see, it's not who votes that counts, but it's who counts or what counts the vote that matters. That was uh, some advice from Stalin about how he got his supermajorities. Uh, so as they point out here, they said, well, Dominion makes two types of machines. One is called a ballot marker. The other is called a scanner. Uh, so um, we have paper ballots, they said. Well, uh, the reality is, you know, and, and he says, look, um, he said, I, I got into this because I watched the contested election in 2000 with the hanging chads and all that stuff. And he says, that got him interested in improving how paper ballots were marked and counted. So there you go. That's his invention. He had an idea. He had an epiphany. As he's looking at the hanging chads, he thought, you know, we could take paper and we could mark it. <laughs> that's, that's what he's trying to pretend that's all his machines are. That's not all they are. That's not all they are. And that's not the essence of what is going on there. Uh, no, the, you know, his innovation was not that he realized that instead of punching a hole, you could actually mark on the paper with a pen. Uh, that was not his innovation. And, and by the way, you know, we look at this other article that came out at exactly the same time, Western Journal. You have uh, Dominion voting machines have the potential to be breached, according to an advisory from the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, that's CISA. Uh, these, of course, are the machines that caused controversy in the 2000 election. Part of it. And, you know, and that's just it. I mean, it's see, that's the problem I have with this election grift being run by the stop the steal people and Trump and all the rest of save America, all the rest of that stuff. Uh, they have a very narrow, limited hangout. You want to talk about hanging chads? This is a, a, a limited hangout of this election. Con they focus on a few things and they don't really offer any true solutions. Instead, they want to focus on. You know, a couple of the solution, as I said, well, before the election, I said, well, the, the, this whole thing is going to be meaningless because of the uh, ballots that are being mailed out to everybody and all the rest of that stuff. The solution to it was to stop the charade of the lockdown. But of course, Trump wasn't going to do that. So he deserved to lose. He deserved to lose. He was a loser who stole our freedom, who destroyed our Constitution, used it like toilet paper. And he deserved to lose for that alone. Not a second chance. The Common Man. They created Common Core to dumb down our children. They created Common Pass to track and control us. Their Commons Project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. 
That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com